Welcome to Cruising Through Cinema. I'm Dennis. And I'm Dyer, coming to you live from a hole-in-the-wall bar in New York. Yes, this is Cruising Through Cinema, the podcast where we, on a bi-weekly basis, go through the filmography of the one, the only, Tom Mathpower Cruise. The fourth. The fourth. Yeah, I forget the fourth. Uh, go through his filmography in chronological order. This week's episode is about the 1988 Hidden Gem Cocktail. I was just um, getting ready to say this is an absolute hidden gem. And and I have an announcement. Okay, let's hear it. I am the first yuppie podcast poet. And a podcast where cruise films take flight. They dived into Tom's roles oh so right. From risky business with socks and slide to Top Gun where jet dreams collide. They'd explore his varied cinematic height. Losing it would add a youthful zest and cocktail bartending put to the test. And legend where fantasy takes flight. They'd discuss each role both dark and light. Tom Cruise's range they boldly attest. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I wrote a limerick. All right. I'm going to steal your girlfriend now. <laughs> um, yeah, I love... I. So, this is a film very much in, like, two, two and a half, three parts. The first half yes. of the film, wonderful. Then it becomes, becomes, a, it becomes a drama, and then it's like, then it really becomes... A drama at yeah, the end, but um, I've got something to say about the end, and we will get there. But I, I will save it until then. So, the, just this film was directed by Roger Donaldson, who directed such other things, such as things you've never heard of. I was going to say this is his like only species. Movie. Species is about the only thing you've ever heard of. Oh yeah, I've heard of species. Yeah, but yeah, I've never heard of No Way Out. I've never heard no. of the bounty or the no world's fat. <laughs> I misread that. The world's fastest Indian. I thought it said fattest. <laughs> oh, the world's fastest Indian. It's about the Indian motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've I've seen the poster. I, I haven't. I've heard of it. Now that you say that, I've heard. I think of that Anthony now. Hopkins is in it. Now that I think about it. Uh, it's. I don't know. I think that's who I saw. But no, this is cocktail starring. This feels like a USA or a TNT like late 90s early 2000s like on every weekend type of movie yeah it, yeah absolutely but it stars obviously like... tom eugene math power the fourth cruz brian brown brian flanagan and, uh, oh you're no, talking about the actor he, he plays oh. brian flanagan but brian brown is the co-star doug Coglin and oh. oh my god I almost made up Coglin's laws about Coglin's laws getting ready to say Coglin's <laughs> law and the number one Coglin's law is it's all he, he's all full of bullshit don't trust that Coglin guy <laughs> yeah which um all right can we just get this out of the way now who kills themselves by slitting their throat with a bottle of bourbon or yeah cognac? It was cognac, like, a five hundred dollar bottle. Yeah, like I, I see. I've been, I didn't even I, envision him like so slitting his throat. I imagine him like getting drunk, dropping the bottle, and saying, "Okay, here's how I do it." So you've seen you've seen the firm, correct? I have seen the firm. Yes. I feel 
and I, I'm excited to watch The Firm, which we've got coming up in a few episodes. 1990, um, the, firm, I think. the Firm is a film that all I remember about it is the Hawaii scenes toward the end. And yes. I feel like it's the same set of the Jamaican scenes in Cocktail. <laughs> I feel like the exact same bars in the movie. I'm excited to watch out for that. We're going to find out. It's like actually just some um, beach just bar. Some, at, in, in I was going to say, yeah, it's just some back lot beach in Hollywood. Yeah. I swear it's the same set, um, but Gene so, Hackman was not in this movie. But the, I forgot about, I, I kind of like, oh yeah, he does kill himself. I remember that. And I forgot about the part where he played, basically played the stock market on um, commodities on, mar- on commodities on margin. And so he yeah. was basically lo- taking loans and gambling the st- on commodities that with money he didn't actually have. Um, because he blew through all of his, he's a bar- terrible businessman and blew through all of his, uh, sugar mama's money with his, with his bar. And then yeah. I forgot, I completely forgot about Tom Cruise knocking off of Elizabeth shoe. Okay. Let's just get into this now. Cause this is going to be eating me up the entire time. Yeah. Let's just get, I mean, get cocktail. Into it. Well, let's just, let's give a quick summary. Cocktail is about, uh, Tom Cruise comes home from quote, Brian Flanagan. Brian Flanagan comes home from the service. Wants to get wants to get rich in New York City, but and he's basically turned down because he doesn't have a degree. But here's okay. So here's my tens bar and him and Brian, him and him him and Coglin pal it up, and that is the best part. That that first half of the film is phenomenal. Um, borderline homoerotic, but I love it. Yes, absolutely. Here's my thing. Like the, the you, first yuppie poet. You know this movie <laughs> at, set at in the... Cell Block. I want to go to Cell Block. Can we go to it's Cell Block? Sure, let's go to Cell Block. Let's book our tickets and go. Um, <laughs> sorry, go, go. That's go, okay. Go. Um, you know this movie was made in the 80s because like a bunch of military guys are in a car and they just get a Greyhound bus to pull over. And like they let yeah. Tom, they let Brian on with no questions asked, and just take him to what New thought, York. What thought occurred to you when that was happening? I thought they were actually police officers to begin with. Okay, so I, I, I guess I had the, I had the benefit of seeing it before. But my thought was, how pissed is everyone on the bus going to be that the drive to from wherever the buck fuck middle of nowhere that they're starting from and they're manhattan and they gotta stop because tom cruise and his drunken military buddies you know you don't take a greyhound from like 96th street to 6th avenue like you take a greyhound from um rolling hills no rolling hills iowa to chicago to sandusky ohio to steubenville pennsylvania is this um is it actually Tom Cruise coming home from uh, shooting down some MIGs? Oh. Do, 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 They're all connected. So, yeah. Actually, there the wasn't as the... much connective t- tissue for the Tom Cruise cinematic universe in this. No. This but, one. so, yes, they, they live it up, right? He tries to get, he comes home, sees his uncle. By the way, his uncle just, his uncle just lets him walk behind the bar, pour himself a beer for a dollar. Um, and then he's like, he's like, I'm gonna get a job. And he was like, and this is, you know, you know how like, this is kind of the shift in the paradigm, uh, in like today's world, right? Like everyone's pushing 
Like he's like, hey, I'm a vet. Like you know, I came back from the. He's like, well, you really needed a degree. You need this. You need experience. I was like, nowadays they you don't need care. to start at the ground level. Well, he said I'd start at the ground level. And the guy goes, you're not aiming low enough. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, God. Yeah. yeah. And he like, was getting when's beat the, down by society. When's the last time you went to a job interview and they told you no right then and there? Like, like granted. You know, you don't have to go through multiple rounds. You can just go in and walk into the the manager's office and be like, "Hey, I want a job." They're like, "Nope." Um, yeah, okay. Tom, Tom slash Brian Flanagan, really There's, just trying. He just wants to get rich. That's his whole goal in life is to get rich. And he goes back to school. And did you think the finance professor was a goddamn prick? <laughs> The one that um, was, was like calling people out on their business. Calling models. people out, telling them how stupid their business plan was. He goes, yeah, Sherry, a, Sherry, who can't college. burn, who can't keep from burning the casserole for her husband every night, wants to open a bakery. And how does he? How, how does, does he, he have know a, that she's burning? I don't know. He must, is that his wife? <laughs> what if it was his wife, and he just was roasting her. <laughs> He's got to have tenure, right? He's got to have tenure. Because... Oh yeah, but I will say the way he threw Tom, uh, Tom, yeah, Brian's, Brian's uh, yeah, like he he's got accuracy and flamboyance. He like he failed him. Love it. Love to see it. So here's where I get into it. So. Brian's trying all this, right? He's going to school. He's bartending. He's making money. He's getting the chicks. He gets Gina Gershon, who is an absolute smoke show, especially in the 80s. Um, You know, if you've never seen the movie Bound, her and Jennifer Tilly, highly recommend that um, for a couple scenes. Coral. Coral is her name in this. Yeah. He gets Coral, and she is a smoke show in the 80s. I mean... So I was like, okay, all right, good for you, Tom yeah, Cruise. Like, rolling around. obviously, right. And he's, so are we, are we led to believe that she also slept with Doug? Yes, 100%. Is that what we're led to believe? Because it's not real clear. Actually, no. I think they made Doug just going to make out with her to prove, like, look, she. I think, this. yeah, I think Doug just made out with her. Um, but why so, is she setting her bar on the bartender? Like, what is her appeal? I don't know. I don't know. But I, here's I didn't my quite thing. understand that. There's a, there's a bar full of rich yuppies. So I'm I'm watching this. I see Gina Coral. I'm like, good for you, Brian. All right, this is gonna be great. And, but then I immediately thought, okay, I know that Elizabeth Shue's in this. Something bad's gonna happen, right? Um, I was like, but there's no way Elizabeth Shue is more like is on par or hotter than Gina Gershon in this movie. I was wrong. 1988 yeah, no. Elizabeth Shue <laughs> was a smoke show. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's, let's be honest. Drop uh, dead blonde, gorgeous. Like the other right. two, the, the cougars in the film. Okay, uh, am I okay uh, to call them that? Am I okay to call them that? The first one, the first one, yes. The oh, other yeah. one, I, the other yeah. one has to be 36 years old. She's our age. <laughs> she is our age. She is. But um, I didn't. There were times where the the first like milf, not milf, the first cougar that he got with or whatever, mm-hmm. like looked good. And then there are other times where she where looked she like eighty five. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the, when she basically breaks up with him at the art gallery, he breaks up. With or her, he, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. You, you get my point. When that happens, she looks eighty two. 
Uh, yeah, and she's got that big fur coat on, like the mink coat. It's like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, and the one guy's like, "Oh, is this your new monkey?" Oh, the sculpture that, him that well. Brian punches yeah. in the face. <laughs> right. And then she smacks him. Yeah, and we're led to believe the smack somehow is worse than getting punched in the nose. I would take getting smacked any day than getting <laughs> punched in the nose. I know. But Tom's dressed up like he's he's wearing like he's he's just he's like lost suit. his soul. His soul yeah. is being crushed. Like that I part mean, of the film's rushed. I wish that there was more of that, right. like him I agree. like getting but, beat down by high society. But let, let's be honest. How many times have you worn a suit and actually felt like you wanted to wear a suit? All the time. Whenever I wear a suit, I feel like I'm James Bond. Okay, yeah, all right. I take that back. I love wearing a suit. But uh, not an oversized eighties suit. No, yeah, over like yeah, An oversized, oversized sports coat suit. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. In the eighties, you like you went in and like, say your measurements are a forty-two regular. They'd give you a forty-six long, uh, and like you wore a twenty-eight waist. They'd give you no. A they 40... just they make you wear hockey pads, then put the suit coat on. You go, yep, that's a good fit, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so we go from, um, so we skipped a part there. So like. Coral makes out with Coglin. Brian leaves. He's like, "All right, this is my time. Like, I'm yeah, going but, to." But the scene where they're hanging out in the in the she, apartment and Coral's yeah. hanging out with Brian, Gina Gershon's cute there. Like, really, yeah, like, no, no, it's great. Uh, yeah, and that's and she gives them the idea, like, "Hey, make go a, to make Jamaica a, go in the Jamaica off bartend. Yeah, four hundred dollars a day in tips or whatever. And save it up so you can open up your own bar, right?" So he leaves. He goes down to Jamaica because and... because, because Brian Tom Cruise. I'm saying I'm saying that because Brian Brown plays Doug. So Brian, um, it, his his whole idea is he wants to basically start Applebee's. Yeah, he wants to franchise um, a, a local tavern. That's exactly right. That's exactly what he wants to be. Um, he wants to be a barn grill. But anyway. Yeah, so they, they do that, but yeah, the but ju- I just can't okay. The just the banter between Brian and Doug is phenomenal. And like the scene where the other thing I love about Doug is he always has a cigarette dangling out of his mouth, yes. even when they're like playing pickup basketball, and Tom just <laughs> is continuously draining threes, and like he can't miss the dude that like obviously that's supposed to be analogous, analogous, analogous. Whatever you know, what I'm trying to say, analgesic. Analgesic. <laughs> That's it. He's trying to be analgesic to what is going on, where he's like, he's just everything's going coming up. Brian Flanagan. He's turning right, around, that, shooting no look shots. And that's when he's talking shots. about. That's when he's talking about that him and Coral have a real thing. And Doug's like, I bet you fifty bucks because that's what Brian won. Coglin said, mm-hmm. I bet you fifty bucks. She's with another guy at the end of the week. And then that's when she goes to the cell block, makes out. Does he punch yeah. Coglin like through a glass bar top? Yeah, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't sure, but yeah, I don't know. But like, you get all the bottle flipping, and do we the, think, the only thing about we think, going to a, if you go to a bar that they're tending, they are pouring about five drinks every hour because they do fifteen right. songs and dances. Here's my question: Do we think Brian? Flanagan, do we think Flanagan's suffering from some sort of PTSD from the war? No, I don't think so. 
Well, he gets in a fight with Coggle and he punches him out. And then he takes a broken bottle and threatens to kill him with it. Uh, he, d- he did get a little extreme. That's, so maybe that's he does have some demons. It's Maverick. It's Maverick. It's Maverick's. I did no. Yeah, no. no he just thought, back. Yeah. Brian Flanagan does not have the the charm, flamboyance, or the just sheer fuck me attitude that Tom machismo. That, that, that machismo, thank you. That, <laughs> machismo that Maverick has machismo. Yeah. Yes, but Brian's a good, Brian's a good guy. He's a good guy. Brian is a good guy, right? So, so why, okay. to, I just want to know G, uh, Coral's motivations. Why is she at? <laughs> why is why she, she at, at a bo- cell block with a camera? First is off, she actually a, a photographer? I think so because she lives in that brownstone. He said. Yeah, and then she did say, like, I can put you in Rolling Stone, but I obviously... It's like Maybe she shoe. shoots for Rolling Stone? I don't know. Yeah, but... Um, can, we, can we talk about when Elizabeth's shoe had, like, side boob going on, and it was just, like, much bigger than I thought? No, it was wonderful. And then you've got uh, Kelly Lynch, a.k.a. Carrie Coughlin. Jordan. Just walking around in a thong constantly. Yes! <laughs> that, too! I was like, "How is this rated? P- how is this rated PG thirteen? There's no boob. There's Wait, lots of side or... boob. There's lots of side boob and very I like, like. I feel like he said. Was, fuck I think. A couple I times. think uh, Brian and Coral's romp in the bed, um, like was just like I think there was about fifteen extra sheets on that bed just to make sure nothing got nothing slipped. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. But they're just rolling around. And do you? I love. You I love think, when he leaves. When he leaves, like it's like in the early morning. Like he 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 does. They do their business. He leaves and he does the like the. He gets just as freaking pumped as he's walking down the street. Well, I mean, wouldn't you be? <laughs> no, no. But it was amazing. It was, you could feel it. It was palpable. Oh, um, palpable. The the actress that played the the the. Bonnie, right? The the one that he like starts yeah, dating. She yeah, she died at sixty five. Oh, rest in peace, and that, Lisa. And that Gaines. was two years ago. Hmm. Yeah, Lynch. she was good in this. She was. Wait, she was in Patrick. Wait, was she? Was she married to Patrick Swayze? Well, she was in the Orville. I've never seen the Orville. That's good. I watched the first two seasons. Enjoyed it. She's been in a lot of TV. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, um, I love, but yeah, the first half of the scene, would you agree, is probably the best, the best part of the movie. A hundred percent. It kind of fizzles out. It still, it still becomes interesting and it's still very, very watchable. But the, them working their way through the bar circuit, (laughs) I could just watch a buddy movie where it's just them get into antics. Like this could be a comedy. This could have easily been a comedy. I thought it was a comedy. You until you the, until, a, until, until the, until the suicide and the knocking up the rich girl. Well, I kind of, so here's here's my thing. When that happened, I was like, they're having a lot of sex. I bet she gets pregnant. And then like when that happened, she's like, I'm <laughs> pregnant. I was like, called yeah. it, called it. Because yeah. like I'm sitting there and I go, what was birth control like? The, in the, the problem late is this 80s? movie. The the runtime was. I mean, it was about two hours, right? It was an hour and forty three minutes. Yeah, it so, should have been two hours. It felt very rushed. It did. Second, so, like the point, half the part where Brian goes up to no, when he was talking to Coglin on the boat, I paused it and I went to go do something, and I go, I go, there's no way there's only eighteen yeah, minutes the, left the, of this movie. The middle, the middle third of this movie is very horny. 
I was like, I was like, you got Bonnie, you got Bonnie, like stalking him, finding out where he lives to basically go. I mean, it's very implied that she's trying to blow him as he's laying. Oh, hundred percent. She's like, I can't go home. So he beds her because Coglin bets him that he can't bed a <laughs> yeah, rich woman. And that's after, and that's after he, that's after he betted or, you know, ocean Elizabeth he, shoe about 15 times. Well, like it was obviously implied that they were a thing, right? No, like, this movie, uh, this movie in Jamaica becomes incredibly horny. Oh, absolutely! It's like Porky's set in Jamaica. <laughs> no, it is. It is just, yeah. It's wants to be softcore so, porn. So bad. I was, I was watching it, and I go, "Where do I remember Elizabeth Shue from?" Right, and I go, well, I "She was in CSI." Thought. I go, "Well, she was in CSI and everything." And then I looked at, it and I go. She was in The Boys. She's Madeline Stilwell in The Boys, and that's how that's I recognize Elizabeth Shue. That's Elizabeth Shue. No wonder I'm like, I know. Why do I know her? Like I'm like, same I know here. the name. She looks I familiar. The, Can't play the same her. thing. I think <laughs> I did play. the same thing. I go, I go. I know she's been in CSI, and I go, what else has she been in? And I'm going through it. And I go, I go. Of course, The Boys. Of course. Of yeah. course. She was great. In the okay. Boys. Um, that's, okay, that makes a lot. Of, that that's where I really like. I've seen how much. Most. How much do you think? Me too. How much do you think Jordan's parents were making to have a penthouse in a high rise in I'm New York in 1988? Yeah, he was definitely uh, in a, um, like a hedge fund manager. <laughs> he was not playing the stock market on commodities. No, no, he was the guy loaning. He he was part of the operations getting all and the like, money. Do you ever want to be that rich where you just walk around in a sport coat, shirt and tie, and jeans in your own house? Like you wake <laughs> up with because I don't. I I don't. I don't like either. You, like on your day off, you're like, hmm, I'm gonna put on a shirt and tie and a sport coat and walk around the house. No, if I'm yeah. rich, I'm not telling people. You I'm know, gonna, he smokes a pipe. A hundred. I mean, I'd smoke, a, I'd smoke a pipe. I would smoke I mean, a pipe. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, it was fun. Like, it was a fun movie. Coglin shows up to Jamaica and he goes, "Hey, you know how to make a red eye?" And like, okay, I'll so bet you fifty eye- bucks. He's got. Why is he Australian? <laughs> he is Australian. Um. He, oh, right, well, the, beer. I think he. I thought he was supposed to be like no, Irish. He's, no, he's he's Australian. Is that implied? Um, I, I yes. think he, maybe because he's oh. working at a, t- a pub. I assumed he was but, Irish. So he was. What's a red eye? Is it beer? Was it tomato juice or like? It had was it tomato. just like clamato and? That's what I was thinking. Beer, clamato, beer? and an egg. Like a raw egg. I'm looking it up. I just feel like that would. I feel like I would want to chug it because I wouldn't want to drink something with a raw egg sitting in the bottom. It's a tomato beer with a raw egg. It's it's yeah. It's tomato juice, beer, <laughs> and a and a raw egg. Ugh. I mean, it looks like a red eye. I get it, but yeah. Two ounces the... tomato juice, beer, ounces, salt, lime wedge. Oh, the lime wedge. Okay, all right. Yeah, you had my curiosity. Now I don't, you have my yeah. attention. That's uh, that's what it is. So this movie says it's a comedy. That is, uh, it's more like it's a, a dramedy. Dra- it's a dramedy. Yeah, and yeah. I really want to say 
what's comedic about it? I mean, there's humorous moments, but to say it's a comedy, mm. I mean, there's some comedic parts, I guess. But okay, well, Coglin's laws are comedic, but it's not I gotta, like I got another. It's just banter, this. dialogue. Granted, this is the the late '80s. Your heavily pregnant wife with twins is in a bar where it's you can see the haze of cigarette smoke. Yes, like, no. Every this movie is very horny and very smoky. <laughs> very smoky. And then Brian's yeah. so like when he walks into his apartment, right? He's wearing the suit and tie. He gets a letter from Coglin after Coglin killed himself. Um. Oh, I got something to say about the when he's trying to hook up with his wife too here in just a second. I I went. <laughs> I was watching this scene where he walks in. I go. Oh, yes, the typical New York cheap-ass, dirt-ass apartment with the water heater in the, in the kitchen. Like, Wait, what? To, so when he goes to, he walks into his apartment, right? And he's reading the yeah. letter from, he next to the fridge is the water heater. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yes, Coglin gets hammered, right, on the boat. Brian goes to take his wife, Coglin's wife, home. She's like, Walk me up to my apartment. I want to talk about Coglin and like how his his flaws. And Brian's like, okay, yeah, all right. So she goes up there. He she it's heavily implied like she wants to sleep with him, and then it's like she probably was going to use that to blackmail or whatever. And um, this is obviously he said he wanted a second chance with Jordan. So she like starts making out with him, and then like. He's like, you know, I can't do this. Hey, you know, she's like, you're just scared. And like, fuck no, lady. Like, if he had the opportunity, he's not like, you know, stop being a bitch. Like, yeah, it was weird. It was maybe, very weird. Maybe Flanagan doesn't want to sleep with a married woman. I mean, he probably would, but yeah. You're just scared. And it's like, yeah, it was just like, really? Really, lady? And like, what there's, uh, what, there was glass skis by the front door. But like, every apartment I, was very 1980s. Yes. Yeah. It was, uh, the movie was very 80s. Yeah. Um, um, so, fun fact about the movie did, yes. Robin Williams was considered for the role of Brian Flanagan? Yeah. And he actually was in the, the director's next film, Club um, Cadillac Man. Which have you seen Cadillac Man? No, I recommend it. Robin Williams, uh, Robin Williams as a used as a bad used car salesman, um, huh. and and it's a comedy, and he ends up having to be a hostage negotiator at the end of the film for about uh, forty okay. minutes. Like it turns into a hostage film. Really, it's good. It's a very good film. But I would it would have been weird if this movie would have oh, been weird if it was Robin, Robin Williams, Williams instead of Tom and- Cruise. And Tim Robbins. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Are we have a mustache in this movie? He does. Yeah, no, I, I really, really recommend it. Uh, no Fran Dresser's I, in Cadillac it. Cadillac Man is, is fun. Right. Oh, yeah, Fran is in that. Fran. Um, okay. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's pretty much cocktail. And then he opens his bar, right? He gives his toast about being a good dad and like how his kid, he wants his son to not well, grow he does up more bar poetry. Does more bar poetry. And he's like, he goes, if I have a daughter, I don't want her. He to is grow the up. last bar poet, the barkeep poet or whatever he says. Right. And then he's like, and, and responds to the first yuppie poet. 
He's like, I won't get spooked again. And she's like, I'll spook you. And I go, twins? She goes, he goes, twins? So, yeah. Yeah, he, very predictable. The ending let's, was let's, very... Wah, wah, wah. Let's be honest. He's, that bar is not going to last because he's going to be at home with twins every night. Like, it's probably going to No, his cheap-ass uncle is going to come in and drink him dry. Yeah, Tom goes, uh, drinks around their house. He goes, no! <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I guess we're led to believe that like he got a loan from his uncle. He got part of a loan, yeah. Yeah. I think he saved up part of it from Jamaica, left after Jordan left, uh, and then took out a little bit of a loan from his uncle, yeah. So the movie, once they go to Jamaica and the rest of the film, it's nothing but the same song on loop in the background. Oh, is it? Yeah. I mean, essentially, essentially the, the soundtrack is just whatever. I forget the song, but it, during the movie, it became very annoying. Oh, yeah. It's no, it's in the way that you use it by uh, uh, Eric Clapton in um, Color of Money. Color of Money. Yeah. yeah no, not, not at all. No. Um, Tom Cruise watch, um, center tooth available, very much visible. Yes. Unibrow? I didn't, I, I'm going to say it was like. Uh, Barely, barely there. I didn't really see it. And then did you notice that he ran in this movie? Um, yes. Remind me. I, I made a note, a mental note of it. But wh- when does he run? It's after he sleeps with Bonnie. And then he's going to see Jordan. Oh, yeah, he does. He does run. He also runs down the um, street after a taxi. And he's Yes. And he's wearing the when, white pants with the flowy white yeah. long shirt. And then he's just like, yeah, he, yeah. So he runs. Yeah, in this when movie. he quits, when he quits and goes to Jamaica, he he chases after. Right. Yeah. He, so he runs multiple times. Yeah. So he ran in this one. Yes. So it was uh it was a film of Tom Cruise's things, and I I think this is like, I I I would say this is like obviously we've had like. Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise, but this is the most like Tom Cruisiness. Like when you think of stereotypical Tom Cruise, this movie has it all. Yep, it's got. I him agree. With, it's got char- char- charisma. It's got him being comedic. It's got him um, being a sex icon. <laughs> it's, yes. Not that Top Gun isn't like quintessential Tom Cruise, but this is like when you think of his acting and how he acts. This film, I think, is the first time we see him hitting all those marks. I agreed. Yep. Because, like, all of his other films that we've seen, I mean, Color of Money, maybe, but he still kind of plays a young kid. All the other films up to this point, he's really played a kid, with the exception being Top Gun. (laughs) Unless I'm missing, unless I'm not thinking of something. No, no, I agree. Okay, because Legend is... Invokes just repulsion. <laughs> I mean, is there is there a worse film than Legend? I can't think of a film I've watched that was worse than that. No. So, okay, well, I I think that's about all I've got to say about same cocktail. Um, 
I think it's about time for us, or not about time, it is time for us to rank it. Um, so what we do here, and you can look at the show notes on, on this episode and previous episodes, or if you look right now, you're going to get a spoiler for what we're going to say cocktail slots in at, but uh, we have watched n- nine films. Is that right? This uh, is episode 10. 10. This is episode 10. Yeah, so we've watched nine previous films. So just a quick rundown right now at... One, two, three, four, six, seven, eight. Yep, just making sure. Um, the number nine spot right now is Legend. Eight is Endless Love. The fact that you can be worse than Endless Love. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is not actually, that is, mm, Endless Love was actually, I, I, it was a much more watchable film. It's but a it hard one to rank. It's a hard it one to rank. It is, but it's just not a whole lot of Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's what I mean. For that, that it's gonna be picked kind of towards the bottom. Outsiders is next. Seven, no, yes. Taps is six. Fifth is all the right moves. Fourth yeah. is losing it. Still, if you haven't, if you're, if you're new to this show, you need to check out losing it. Yep. Hidden gem. Three is the color of money. It's a tough one. Uh, Risky Business is two, and Top Gun is one. I would say Top Gun is definitely safe. Agreed. I think this is definitely top five. Uh, So here's my my ranking. Top Gun, Risky Business, Cocktail, The Color of Money, Losing It, All the Right Moves, Taps, Outsiders, Endless Love, and Legend. Yeah, I, I can make a case that this could be two. The problem is Risky Business is a solid film from top to bottom. Solid, and this yeah. Film gets, this film kind of gets... The ending's like, very shoehorned and kind of like... Okay, Risky why? Business like, has some drama aspects to it, but also the, it's a very good balance, and it's, like you said, it's solid. It's a comedy. All, it's an actual comedy. Right. It's not a comedy. It's not a drama masking, you know, mas- masquerading as a comedy. It's a comedy through and through. With Jackie and everything else. Um, yeah, that's my ranking. Yeah, Jackie. Okay. Yeah. The, um, yes, this is just below Jackie. The um, Cocktail is the new number three. They're on the podium. For now. Yeah. This this film this film just uh, it, it, the the it's actually based on a book, and I wonder it how is. much they adapted the book. Like how many changes they made because that explains why maybe they kind of because books tend movies turned and movies turned books turned into movies tend to have that sort of problem where a lot gets omitted and then things kind of get shoehorned in to make sense at the end, right? Um, and so so obviously, there's more to that, there's more that probably went on, and I've got there's probably more characters. That yeah. are left out that would explain. They probably flush that. out the Coglin thing more and everything. Um, I have a bold prediction. Okay. Next week's so, going to be in the top three or next no. episode? No. The top three will change. And we do this every other week, right? We have eight yeah. years to go until. I think the next three weeks, the next three episodes, the top three is going to be different each time because we got some bangers coming up. 1996, though. I feel is going to dethrone Top Gun. You know yeah, what I'm talking I think about. It's gonna, I don't. I, I've got a controversial take, I think. 
you don't think that Mission Impossible is going to happen? No, no, no. I think it's going to get dethroned. Oh. Oh, okay. There's a film on here, and I'm not going to say. Um, but it does rhyme with Rays of Blunder. Yeah, okay. It's one of my favorite films of most, the most rewatchable films of all time. Okay, yep. It is so much fun. Did the opening scene when they're pulling over the Greyhound makes you think of Rays of Blunder too? Like when they pull over and like when he wins his first race. Yeah, when he gets arrested. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so we've got several films coming up that I think we do. Oh god, do we have to watch Far and Away soon? Ugh. I've never seen Far and Away. I haven't either, but that's the one with the Cole Kidman and they're Irish and he tries to do an Irish accent, I think. Oh, is this gonna be a legend scenario coming up? I don't think it's as bad. This came out in ninety two, so Yeah. So a young Irish couple feathered hair and yeah. A young Irish couple flee to the States but subsequently struggle to obtain land and prosper freely. Ugh. So it's a period piece. It is a period piece. Okay, well, next week we've got the critically acclaimed Rain Man, which oh, I believe you've never seen. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Rain Man is next? Okay. Rain All Man right. is next. Oh, man. Then wow, we got man. Born on the Fourth of wild. July, then Days of Thunder, then Far and Away, then A Few Good Men, then The Firm, then Interview with a Vampire, then Mission Impossible, then Jerry McGuire. Oh, uh, we are in banger territory with tom cruise now absolute banger territory yeah we're we're getting and just so you know people we're skipping stanley kubrick's a life in pictures where he's the narrator we're we're not that does not count (laughs) and we're gonna skip the one where he's like it's a music video with him in it oh and amy mann save me it came out in 1999 but like it's a music video it's four minutes long where he plays yeah we're not doing dj mackey so I recently I watched, um, rewatched Night and Day. Oh, it's so good. Film. It's so good. Not as good as I remembered, though. Don't move. If anyone, if anyone moves, I'll kill myself and I'll kill the girl. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's been a minute since I've watched it, but I want to watch it, it again. It but. didn't. It's it's like any film of that era. There's just thing. It just feels like it didn't. There's something about movies from like the. 20 that's from that's a 2010 film but like anything from like 2012 like 2003 to 2012 there's like a 10 year period there where things just feel of that era yeah and i can't and put like, my finger on what on what it is was, did cameron diaz get that role because like she was big with charlie's angels back in the day and everything i don't know maybe yeah but then uh have you seen valkyrie no, actually, I started watching it a couple nights ago, but I got, I got young. I mean, I got. Technically, we're supposed to watch Young Guns next because he's the henchman shot off the roof, but he's uncredited. No, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Man, <laughs> these right are now. movies that he actually has roles in. And oh, just... it's on Prime Video for free. Let's go. What is? Rain Man. Rain Man is all right. They're not getting any of my money this week. You had to get. You got my money this last week for the cocktail. Yeah, but I, I mean, I had I had some credit, and it was money well spent. Oh, cocktail! Cocktail was a great film. Um, be a friend. Tell a friend about this program. Leave us yes. a review. 
If you're on Spotify, leave us a voice message. We'll play it on the show, and you can hear yourself on a podcast. Imagine that. You, you listener, famous, your name up in lights. Well, maybe in the show notes. Definitely. Anyway, this has been Cruising Through Cinema. I'm Dennis. And I'm Dyer.